Yo, what's up, you guys? Welcome to Late Night with Ride or Die. I'm with my really, really great old homie. His name is Yayo, and he owns a brand called Yayo Los Angeles. What is up, my man? What's up? How's it going, Frankie? Long time no see. We haven't fucking talked in forever. Miss you. Dude, I'm okay. I think the last time we saw each other was probably around, I would say, what, what 2018, 2017? Yeah, I want to say around there. Dude, okay. In that in that span of time, I think both of our brands have completely changed gears. We've shifted gears and totally different things. You've completely changed the face of your brand and it's super super dope. Guys, if you haven't seen his stuff, it's absolutely dope. His stuff is all amazing cut and sew style pieces. He's got his own really cool characters and things. It's Really, really good quality, guys. It's not just like T-shirts with screen print. He is one of my biggest inspirations, and we'll we'll continue to talk about that. But, dude, so proud of you and so proud to see what you're doing. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Um, well, I mean, likewise, um, I've seen you grow from, like, I don't even know how to put it. I've seen you grow from, you know, just starting off, We've both had brands previous to the, the ones that we have uh, currently, and we've grown from that uh, to kind of do our own thing. And hearing uh, hearing a little bit, speaking with you prior to this a few minutes, um, hearing like the, the moves that you're doing, the moves that you're making, the CEO shit that you're doing um, is kind of, is, it's really inspiring to me because just hearing hearing that you're like hiring people and that you're doing all this shit and that you're like, wanting to to open up more you know it's just like it's really cool um and i appreciate you calling me one of your inspirations because i would like to say that you inspire me as well dude that's it's it's not so many times where i can say i've made a lot of friends in this kind of business per se but yeah i mean like you and i like it, it just works sometimes like when i i first I first heard about you because we went to the same high school together. Yeah. We went to Burbank High in Burbank, California. Beautiful Burbank, California. <laughs> beautiful downtown Burbank, California. Beautiful downtown Burbank, California. And uh, yeah, so this was, uh, I saw Yeo doing his thing. He was always kind of like the fashion kid, the guy that was kind of like when everyone was wearing Diamond Supply and doing the swag thing and snapback <laughs> movement. You were doing. The golf. I was playing. doing golf and yeah. supreme and supreme. This was yeah. way before the wave, guys. By the way, like yeah, this was like 2012, 13. I mean, it still had its time, but yeah, it was on the like cusp right before. of the wave. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, no, I would see you around school all the time. I'd see you in the hallways, and I would tell my uh, tell one of my old friends, I was like, "Dude, this guy is crazy. Like, he's got like the exclusive shit I keep seeing on the <laughs> internet, and like." <laughs> He was just like flexing on us. And like, I don't think the other kids at the school knew they were getting flexed on. No one knew. No <laughs> one knew. Not even my friends, dude. At that point, you and me, we didn't know each other, you know? And no. No one knew. My friends had no fucking clue. Yeah. No one. It was like a lockdown drill we had. We had a lockdown drill. And uh, I was sitting outside with my teacher. We were in the grass field on our football field. And I saw Yayo just like, he was like standing up, walking around like, he had the Hawaiian shirt, 
with the <laughs> golf wang shoes and like the short yeah. shorts with like the little cuff at the end. I was yeah, like, the, the fucking cutoffs and shit. Sh- yeah. Going 90. Yeah. Like that's, that's what I like to see, man. I like to see, I think there was something about it that inspired me. And then I don't know. I just, I, I felt different at the time too. Like I was really into underground fashion and at the time, you know, like say what you want, but Supreme and odd future and things like that. That was, that was underground at the time. That wasn't yeah. mainstream. Everyone was wearing Hollister or diamond. We were the streetwear mega explosion wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that was, that was really cool. And when I, uh, I remember like going to, uh, going to backside, it was like this little, uh, we used to have this re- record store in Burbank. This was mm-hmm. on the way back to my house. I would stop in and they had all the streetwear and I saw Yayo working there. Oh yeah, dude. So oh, that's what I want to ask you a little bit days. about. I want to yeah, ask you please, about that. Please ask me. So, okay. So how in the hell did you, okay. So guys, this place is a super dope record store. So they, they had Lincoln Park Sorry. played their dude. Lincoln Park played exactly. their, one of their first shows there. Like tons of great bands. Uh, just system super, of a down. Yeah. System touche amore. Yeah. Like super, super. A I think those people, their vocalists actually worked there. Touche Mori's vocalists worked yeah, there. Did. Yeah, that Before was cool. I got there. Yeah, super dope. Like, um, they used to only sell CDs, and then they kind of moved on to like the streetwear sneaker game, kind of later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, tell me about like how you got into that because this was like a very small up and coming. Like, streetwear wasn't as popular at that time, but you were kind of already getting into that little scene. So how was that? Yeah. So um, the the way I got the job was I. I had already started Yayo, the brand. Right. I had already started it, uh, maybe a few months prior, and that that has nothing to do with with me getting the job. It just kind of sets up a timeline. Um, I had just made the brand. I saw on my brand Instagram, like that I the 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 Instagram that I used to run the brand. Um, I was just scrolling through, and I was following Backside, and they made a post saying, "Looking for an intern." And I'm over here like a high school idiot, you know, not, not, not having much, uh, work, work experience. Um, I'm like, fuck, like I would like to, to work there, you know? Um, and actually it was after I had graduated. So I felt like in high, a high school idiot, maybe I wasn't a high school idiot, but anyway, um, I had already graduated. Um, I DM the account and I ask hey, what are the requirements needed to be um, an intern? You know, like, what are you looking for? They're like, well, can you fold clothes? (laughs) It was pretty much like, it was pretty much that kind of, you know, thing. Like, hey, total retail work. Yeah. Yeah. How far away do you live? Uh, Are you knowledgeable remotely in any clothing or music? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. You know, like I live down the or up the street, not even two miles away, you know. I could walk to work if I wanted to. They're like, okay, uh, come in one day. I'll talk to you and we'll see if it fits. And I'm like, cool. Or if we're, if we're a good fit, not if it fits. Sorry for the innuendo. <laughs> I go down. I, uh, I show up, you know, flexing, as you would say, looking mm-hmm. all fucking fly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dress for success. Exactly. Dress for the uh, job you I, want, guys. <laughs> yeah. So I was wearing uh, a, a G-string thong. Exactly. Because I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to be a stripper. No, um, delicious. So I show up, 
and this guy uh his name was alex i believe alex uh he was maybe fucking two four years older than me at the max four years older than me not What's even his full name uh oh wait alex i think that's his name yeah we can we can, mm-hmm. we can blur that out later but i think yeah. that's it was yeah. it was eep, eep. <laughs> yeah redacted yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah uh yeah so it was him uh he kind of talked to me for a little bit he's like show me how you fold and i had already had previous retail experience because i worked at uniqlo so i was like fucking folded this shit perfectly and he's like okay you're fucking good you know like (laughs) you'll be my assistant and i was like okay cool so i at that point i kind of realized i'm like this guy wants me just for fucking free labor but honestly i don't give a fuck because my dad's at my throat that i don't have a job and I'm like, this might lead to a job. And at that point, they weren't really hiring people my age for like entry level right, things. Right. So whatever. I take it. I'm like, it's better than me sitting at home, like eating my own ass or whatever, you know? So I'm over there. <laughs> so they weren't they weren't paying you at the time. Yeah, no. So they didn't pay me for, for a good while. It was for, I, I, I couldn't even give you a timeline of how long they weren't paying me for. But I was happy there because I was just like, you know, folding clothes and listening to the music. I got to play my own playlist there after they fucking started trusting me, they put me behind, behind the register. And honestly, I kind of miss it. Uh, it was really cool. It kind of opened me up a little bit. Um, put me out of our, like I broke out of my shell a little bit more because of it. Um, I was, it was easier for me to talk to people. And since Alex was the, the buyer for the store, I asked them if, if they were interested in carrying my brand, you know, a few T's, a skate skateboard or whatever skate deck here whatever and then he's like uh let me talk to the boss so he he talks to him and he's all like maybe not right now but in a few weeks we'll talk about it so i'm like okay no worries you know a few weeks pass i ask again they're like all right we'll give you a chance we'll put you on cosign like uh, on consignment you know and i was like all right cool so they put my stuff out and honestly it was like really a cool feeling because all my shit sold out you know out of the store it was only one little thing like uh two or three skate decks and a run of tees but it was still fucking cool because i was like who the fuck bought this shit like they don't know who i am and they just saw a t-shirt but backside was that place where you walked in not like 80 percent of the brands there you don't know you know like you just walk in they're not brands that maybe are even available anymore but you'd walk in and you'd see some teas and you'd be like, dude, this tea is sick. I'm a cop. That was the demographic that went in and that's, bought the clothes. That's honestly, you know? okay. I keep telling people that is honestly the demographic to hit. Like it's all about, yeah. is the t-shirt dope? It's not about the label. Like is the t-shirt exactly. dope? And yeah. yeah, they used to, I remember my favorite brand at the time was Mishka and they were like full of Mishka, but yeah. they weren't like the big La Brea brand that they are now. But yeah, I kind exactly. of, yeah, I would say like they're, they kind of passed their prime, but like, still like they're a lot bigger now but they were carrying those underground brands and i remember seeing your stuff in the store and i was like okay first of all no one in burbank has a brand and this is cool this this kind of like paved the way for other brands in our town in my opinion because there was a couple at the time yeah uh and he was the only one that was actually getting into a store and say what you want but I don't care if the store is small. If you're in a store, that's great. Like, oh, hell yeah. I that's agree. dope. That yeah. means someone supports you. And it's better than just uh, not being in a store, in my opinion. I yeah, think that's exactly. cool. People seeing things in person, being able to like hold the shirt physically 
it just it's a different feeling and your stuff with the deck i remember your deck was like displayed i think it was in the yeah. window yeah it was yeah well because they had the decks close to the window but yeah i i i made my executive decision of putting it closest to the window so people could catch a glimpse of it you know we bought that um, deck i think one of i went yeah, with you a did. couple of my friends shout out uh ara my, one of my shout one out of my ara. great friends he's uh now oh, he's yeah. famous on tiktok but uh go check him out on tiktok while you can yeah ara the ho <laughs> h-o plug in ara dude fucking absolutely crazy like that that was a cool deck we we i remember he, he bought that deck and then he skated it yeah he like, did that night he put the trucks on it dope. I think he broke his wrist with that deck. <laughs> I think that might have been Dude, the deck. If that is true, I am honored. I'm not sure about that one. <laughs> I have to ask him. <laughs> but yeah, keep telling me more about that. So they they put your brand in there. Yeah, so all that shit sold out. And then I kind of put in a few accessories here and there. Um, I even have one of these guys. You guys won't be able to see, but it's like a little squishy toy with my character on it. Um. I had that in their accessory case, you know, sold a few of those, uh, tumbler, like little, uh, cups and stuff. Um, those were all right. You know, they don't do as much as well as the physical clothing or whatever. Um, but so next step in my backstory timeline or next chapter was, uh, Alex camp or Alex, Alex redacted leaves. Um, he leaves uh, as the buyer, so he's not the buyer any longer. And at that point, I was the buyer's assistant. And so they're like, hey, you're not ready to be hit the, the buyer for the store yet. You'll still be the buyer's assistant, but we're going to hire you as an actual employee. And I was like, cool. So they started paying me. You know, It was under the table type thing, uh, just giving me a check every other week or whatever. And I didn't work there 40 hours a week or anything like that. It was just like probably 14 hours a week, something stupid, you know, just here every other, because honestly the owner, um, he, he worked there most of the time because it was at a time where record sales, physical record sales weren't doing well, like vinyl sales weren't doing well and clothing wasn't doing well, you know, that was the last so, couple of years of their, cause if, yeah, you guys may, may or may know this, but backside ended up closing down. So this is like, this was the last couple of years of their existence. They were kind of yeah. struggling, huh? Yeah. So, so, uh, he was kind of struggling with, with sales and like things here and there and financing and finances, you know? So, uh, at the end of the day, he was there most of the time, like working, and he had me in a few hours of the day to help him out with like making labels for shirts that came in and unboxing new uh, new merch and stuff. Um, and the good thing that I, the the few good things that I can say that helped me like kind of get an insight on the industry were I was able to go to to um, a show like um, what is it? Was it Agenda? I want to say it was Agenda. But it was before it was a big thing, you know, before they actually had musical acts, you know, before they made it like to the public. It was for buyers and sellers only. So me as being a buyer's assistant, I went with one of the guys, one of the senior most guys. He was actually the owner's like partner in the store, you know. Um, He took me to, to to, to Agenda I, if I'm not mistaken, he took me to agenda and I got to go see 
all these brands showcasing their shit, you know? And like, I would go and he'd teach me how to make connections with these people and talk to them and be like, Hey, we were with backside. We're in Burbank. I don't know if you've heard of us. And they'd always be like, yeah, we've heard of you. Um, let's try to get our shit in your store. So they'd fucking like swag us out. I got a bunch of free shit from brands and, you know, like that's where I realized like you got to schmooze, you know, you got to like, kind of like you got to wiggle your way as a brand to like make moves, you know? Yep. No, that's like something like the, the, okay. That's something I really want to talk about. Cause there was a whole different like vibe back then just uh, the whole agenda show thing. Like I was reading a book by Bobby hundreds and he talks about how big agenda was back in the day to make connections. And this is something you would get to meet brands in person, talk about, uh, talk about how you want to get into their store, things like exactly with what Yaya was saying. And that's something we're missing now. I think it's so hard to get into stores now because now you got to send like, you got to either cold call or have a connection in the industry. And it's not, we don't have that any. I don't even think agendas even around anymore. I don't think they do it anymore. I know they did one last year, but I don't think it's the same as I think it's trying to be more like complex con, you know, where people do show their brands, but it's like pretty like it's not for the up and com- it's not for the up yeah. and comers. And yeah. none of the up and coming brands like Half Evil, Ransom, any of those bigger brands are going to agenda. Like they're selling most of their stuff on a Shopify store. Yeah, they they don't need to. You no, know? they don't have to. People at all. like us, we need that. We need. We kind of do need that, like exposure in a way. You know. Yeah. I don't know if. Well, I think I, our view of uh, where we want to go with our brands is a little bit different than I'd say like those brands. I think you and I, I know maybe I don't know if you want to do that, but I'd love to be in stores. Like that's kind of my thing. Oh yeah, I, I agree. At the end of the day, I want to have a store and I want to be like that backside. I want to reopen a backside type store, you know, where I carry other brands. I want to make it my store, but I want to be able to carry other brands and like bring people up and, and, and like have like, I don't know, like a collective of, of like make a collective of just minds that like the same shit and showcase the, the good things that I like, you know? Like your aesthetic is not my aesthetic, but I fucking love it. You know, like it's not the thing that I would wear personally because one, I don't have the body type and two, I didn't really grow up. (laughs) I didn't really grow up listening to that music, you know, but like, but like I fuck with it, you know, I understand where it stands in our culture now and I'm not going to like, I'm not going to be a culture vulture and fucking take it, you know, but I'm, I'll definitely like take influence from it and, and like, you've seen my fit pick where I'm wearing your tee, you know, yep, like yep. I made it my own, you know, I didn't like, that's something I'm on trying a whole to theme fit, you know? Yeah. That's actually something I'm trying to do right now. Like I've been, I've been talking to some friends of mine and we've been, we've been discussing like how, uh, you never want to be too specific with your mm-hmm. demographics. Like I don't want to be a scene brand per se. Yeah. Like I would want to like, be like, you know, like for, you know, when Odd Future hit Zoomies, right? A lot of people that wear Odd Future are not Odd Future fans. They just like a cool, colorful shirt. And yeah. that's eventually like what I would like to be. Like uh, people that like colorful shirts or like that kind of art style. But you don't have to yeah. be associated with the scene because, I mean, the scene's not around anymore. So it's one of those, yeah. it's one of those things that's like, you know, I don't want to revive something that's dead. I would like to create something new. 
So yeah, exactly. But I appreciate the art style from that time because it's one of my favorite art styles. I love like yeah. I love colorful stuff, and uh, it's something I used to do with my old brand, but I didn't do enough of, and I was I wanted to take that to this new one. So yeah, but yeah. But yeah, Backside was super dope. I wish we had something like that in our community. Like we Exactly. We don't have cool records. I mean, Amoeba closed down, but I think they reopened. But I don't know if they reopened yet, but I know they were gonna. Yeah. But that's sad because But I mean, they never really sold fashion the way that Backside did, you know. Backside, Backside was, was more unique. Of a, it was like a well-rounded like it was like an experience in a way. It was like shitty run down stickers everywhere, but it was like it was ours, you know? It was, like, the people's, you know? Yeah, man. They would do shows, like, total, like, like fucking in the middle of the the retail, like, floor. Just move all the shirts to the edges of the wall. Yeah. Edges of the wall and just, like, mosh pit that shit. Like, yeah. super dope, like, place. And I know they got into yeah. sneakers towards the end. They were starting to sell yeah. sneakers on the wall. Like, some, like... Well, the whole thing with the sneakers thing was... It was called Backside Kicks. Yeah. But it was the owner he rented out the space above or he let the person, this guy named Mikey, uh, this guy named redacted. Yeah. yeah uh, he now owns Magnolia park. The one over oh. Mag, or, or Mag park or whatever Mag park over on Magnolia park. And Mag- oh, I didn't know that Magnolia. that was the same guy. Yeah. It's the same guy. Okay. So I guess they had a falling out or something. And he's like, you know what? Cause the owner was talking to me about it. Cause I was still there when he had left. He, he was telling me that the guy kind of like t- like didn't thank him for the opportunity he gave him at backside because he got him a lot of customers you know yeah but that was a, the, the only nice shoe store like and you didn't have to go to la brea or fairfax yeah exactly or Flight club or any of those places yeah mm-hmm. or online and get fucking scammed and so the guy kind of saw it as like i got you more business to the owner of backside but he's like, dude, I'm still fucking struggling. You know, you didn't do shit to me. Like I got you customers because of my reputation, you know? So anyway, uh, at the end of the day, the guy left and created Mag Park. And now Mag Park has like multiple fucking locations. I don't know how, I'm sure the guy's doing good, but that shit's overpriced in my opinion. I've been there a couple of times. It, it's not my, I'm, one, I'm not in like to the sneaker community. I never have been. I'm more of like a Vans Converse guy and like, maybe Reebok or like some shit like that, like more like yeah, heritage like style that. kicks. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm not like a big Nike kind of guy. I never have yeah. been, but yeah, I mean like, Hey, you know, the sneaker market was like kind of like, okay, well I remember like, what was that? Like 2014. So that was like the yeah. beginning of the whole like Jordan. Uh, everyone was like obsessed with Jordans at that time. So yeah, that probably brought a good amount to backside, but ultimately they still ended up in the Logan. dirt. Yeah, and now they're yeah, that, a fucking fitness place or a, a little gym. Orange Fitness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout Bleep. out Orange Fitness. <laughs> Bleep. <laughs> this is not a paid advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, come on down to Orange Fitness. <laughs> <laughs> we took away all the culture from Burbank for well, fitness. actually, to to give you an insight on why backside closed was because the owner of the building wanted more money for rent because he was like i yeah he's like i believe or she i don't know who owned it they were like i believe that i would make more money if this was a restaurant because all these restaurants on san fernando yeah are 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 paying x amount for rent and i could be charging that much that much so he's all like 
he's like, well, I've been here for so long. Like I, you know, and at the end of the day, John, the owner, he, he, he gave up fighting them and he's like, I'm going to join the Peace Corps and just fucking do some shit. Cause he was, he, he had money, you know, like yeah. he was fine. Um, but he's like, whatever. And he dipped. He just dipped out, man. Yeah. Like yeah. honestly, probably I mean, for the best. I mean, streetwear and physical CDs. I, I think, you know what? Maybe I, as much as I hate, I hated to see it go. I think it was pretty good timing. Yeah. It was its time. Yeah. And, you know, they were around for around 20 years. So, I mean, they, they made a great mark on me as a child and things like yeah. that. But you went on to greater things. You did something that was super cool to 16-year-old me. You had a pop-up shop. Or yeah. Kind of like a... Yeah, art you did, show. Yeah, you did like a little pop-up art show thing. And that was probably the fucking coolest thing. Thank you. I was going to bring that up, actually. So thank you for being there the whole time. Don't even worry. I remember up. that. That you showed that up was cool. and you were like, you were there the whole fucking time. And I was like, thank you so much. Because honestly, the turnout wasn't what I wanted it to be. But when will it ever be? You know, it always, you're is always like going to starting. Out. Yeah. You're well, regardless, you're always going to want more unless you sell out fucking Madison Square Garden. Then you're going to be like, I want to sell out the fucking Coliseum in Rome. You know, like, you just proved a point to all more. of us. Like you proved a point. Like you were like, you know what? fuck it i don't care like if anyone comes like you had food you had like vintage video yeah. games in the back you had yeah. like all this dope art everywhere that you had handmade and it was just it was cool you had all the clothes and i i i told my friend back then i was like you know what let's stay the entire we ubered this is like when uber first came out was yeah like, <laughs> i was like we, we were like really getting into uber this is like we used to just go take ubers everywhere and we we're just like okay i'm gonna sit in this fucking uber and we're gonna get to this art show and we're just gonna stay here all day i told my mom i'm like i'm not coming home till later i want (laughs) to i want to see this and it was it was cool i showed up in like a straight edge chain of strength long sleeve and dickies and i had like a a, like a side part (laughs) (laughs) i was like i was on that i was on a 90s swag back then oh yeah I, I I was having a terrible hair day that day, but you know, I was I was riding a high, so I was fine. You know, I was just like, I had all my art on the walls. I was happy as fuck. It was yeah. super dope. Like that that was that was cool. And I and I and I wish people would do more pop up shop kind of things because I miss going to art shows and like the little parties that people yeah. would throw. I don't see a lot of that now. I think people are relying well, yeah, a little I bit mean, too much on the internet. Yeah. Well, it's free you know that's the bad that's the positive and the negative of the internet is that it's i mean it's free to a certain extent obviously like it's free advertisement if you advertise on instagram and all that shit which is literally like i think about every day i'm like if instagram crashed and like fucking shut down my brand would also you know like my brand would go with it because oh yeah same no one would be able to stay updated with me no one would be able to I wouldn't be able to gain new followers or new uh, new people to follow my uh, my escapades and like you know my fucking dumb shit that I do. So um, yeah, I mean the the most important part like was like uh, just we. Uh, I mean if if I if probably if I wouldn't have gone to that 
that show, I probably wouldn't have been as close with you. And I think that's like, what's the beautiful yeah. thing about doing in-person kind of things is like, you really form those friendships. You see who really came out and supported you yeah. kind of thing. Exactly. And yeah. Cause you and I became I really good friends, like probably like not less because than a year of later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I, I was like, dude, these guys stayed at my show. I want to be fucking cool with them because they like really showed up and supported like my, my good friends at the time, they showed up and they, just hung out for like a few hours and they were like all right we're good like this is kind of dead me so seeing we'll that made me feel really horrible inside and i was like okay yeah i'm not gonna let that happen like no disrespect to those guys because i do, I do like those guys and i love those guys i have the, i have a lot of respect because they came through for me at my wedding but like like it kind of sucked in that time you know because also it wasn't their scene you know and i can't knock them for like they came, you know, and that made me really happy that they came and they hung out, you know. Um, but I want to shout out someone right now. I want to shout out um, Lance and Raul. Those two guys came out to my fucking art show all the way from I don't even fucking know where. But they made their mom fucking come and drop them off for take them just so they can come and meet me and talk to me and fucking buy some shit and see my art. I and, recognize and that name, Lance. To this yeah. day. Raul, yeah, Raul and Lance are the fucking homies still. And Lance, I'm pretty sure, has either the first or second best Yayo collection on earth to this, to date, you know? Like, he has pieces that I don't have. He has pieces that are just one of one. He has pieces that I made for myself that he's like, hey, can I buy this? And I was strapped for cash and I was like, sure, you know? So he has like this visor that I remember I made back like when I first started the brand. It was probably like one of the first 20 pieces that I made. And it was just like a hand-drawn fucking visor. But I fucking love that thing. And he's like, can I buy it? And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I remember coming home so with that cool. super dope. Like I had like a... The trucker hat. The, yeah. No, well, the trucker hat. We bought the trucker hat. And then I bought the... It was the blue one with the car on it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Navy little, like, yeah. golf cap. That was, oh, man. I wear that to, like, shit. Like, that was, like, my daily hat. Like, when I go to walk my dogs, when I go to the store, when I would go out with friends, it was just the hat. Smell like shit. You know, people to this day ask me for one of those hats. You know the Yayoda hat? The fucking little oh. character that I made? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you were yeah. the first to make the Yayo thing. Or not the Yayo, the Yoda thing. That was... yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did it first, guys. He did it first. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you did it better, but... Do you know how but, hard it was yeah, for me to print you. those shirts, by the way? Nobody wanted to do it because they were too scared of getting sued. Really? The screen print. I mean, I believe it, but... Yeah, but and like, I couldn't go to my normal I'm glad guy. you found someone. I'm really glad you found someone because that shirt's fucking dope. I like that shirt a I lot. I love that shirt. Yeah. It's on sale right now, guys, by the way. ten ninety nine. <laughs> shameless plug no but for real go buy that shit that shit's dope and if any of because i'm sure you're gonna get some crossover from people that follow me listening to this right now please please do yourself a favor follow him follow my boy frankie follow his brand and buy a shirt if you can because that shirt is dope i have it in my closet look at this guy Um, he's too cute man he's he's too cute it's it's, (laughs) it's adorable but uh Fast, fast, fast forward, man, like uh, just a little bit uh, to 2016 through 2017. Summer of 2016 was insane. I remember we were, we, uh, with my former brand, you were in all of our vlogs. 
which are not on YouTube Dude. anymore, unfortunately, because unfortunately. They, my partner took my old partner took them down. But super fun times. Um, yeah, we were we I do I didn't know how to drive at the time, so we used to pack it in in his little uh, VW. My it was a Jetta. Jetta, yeah, and it smelled yeah. like crayons. Yeah. So we that, that year <laughs> Crayola had yeah the 2003s had transmission thing that made the made it would burn this fucking wax that made it smell like crayons so weird it was fucking weird yeah i do have one of the vlogs i have one of the vlogs that are uh, in my email that i'm gonna send to you later sorry guys you can't see it but you're (laughs) i'm gonna i'm definitely censored it's censored but dude and i loved the fucking titles they were totally like click clickbaity fucking youtube we were early titles we were early to that vlogging party i still say like our editing style is like what was being done now and just we were just oh dude i wish you guys would have seen how charismatic that was like it was it was really a reality show and that was really thanks to our friend ara who was like the life of the party for sure he was the paris hilton of the fucking show he was absolutely crazy and i love you ara but i'm like man fuck like we really got into it back then like fucking we were just we were all nuts. We were all divas, dude. We were all, all nuts. Us. We we were we, we walked around strutted like we were we were hot shit when I wouldn't even say we had shit. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but man, sometimes those are the best times, you know, to reminisce on. Yeah. And then uh yeah, when things broke apart with uh with uh me uh you were yeah, you were still going strong at that time. You were still doing you were still coming out with stuff, but more seldom so, at that point. Yeah. So for Yayo, like timeline wise, when I first, oh, when I first started the brand, I came out with just tees that I drew on, you know, I was like, I want to make shirts fast and easy and whatever. Yeah. So I just used a fabric marker and I drew on them and people liked them, right. you know, it was cool. Um, and then a few months passed, I kind of, release a few things here and there i used vista print to print a few tees oh, i was just God. like trying i remember to you told me release some stuff you know yeah i remember yeah. Vista print and we printed a couple tees on vista print like because of you yeah. yeah and um i i never wanted to give that fucking like that plug out everyone would ask me where do you get your shit uh, printed like how do you get these things printed because i was just like a small and up upcoming brand and getting like like uh direct-to-garment printing on like low quantities everyone was like dude i all these places are quoting me for 500 bucks 300 bucks to print a screen print on a shirt and i can't afford it you know we were all like under 20 you know so i would i would i kept that dear to my heart and close to my heart that fucking that was no one gave a shit printed on gildan or if it was dtg now people are so snobby like man fuck off it's a sick design like like, (laughs) we like that stuff like i i look back at my old vista print shit i'm like you know what this sucks but it's good (laughs) yeah but But, yeah we wore that shit it got the job done yeah um but yeah so I was printing on Vistaprint. I did a few things here and there. I got like the squishy and like different fucking accessories done there, you know, just because it was easy. I wasn't getting a bunch of sales. It's not like I was putting myself in the hole $300 for one run of tees when only two tees would sell, you know? So I would just kind of like make what I, what, what sold. Um, and then I got into a relationship, uh, you know, about that. Um, I mean, you'll redact her name if I ever say it, but 
um yeah so we were together for a while and i kind of just like got sidetracked with all my own personal art and my own personal like ambitions and so did she it is what it is life gets in the way sometimes we all do that Um, man when we all get invested into a significant other sometimes we lose sight and i always think it's important if you're an artist to you know set aside time for family you know because sometimes it can consume our our lives and i think that's always important but yeah always making sure that you keep your dreams somewhat still an option and i'm really glad you came back to it too that's it's good to see you you're doing even more now than you ever were which was absolutely beautiful yeah exactly so over the course of like the two years that i was with her i don't think i released more than 40 50 products i think that's even on the high end that's a good amount though it's not that bad that's not like that bad that's pretty like decent for a young guy you were like under like you were like 21 uh no i was when was this that was about three four years ago yeah. Oh, yeah. Five years ago. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it was five it was. years ago because it was 2015. Okay, right, it was right. when we got together. I want to say. So yeah, five years ago from now is uh, I was 19. I was 19. Yeah. So I was. So within the course of over the course of two years, yeah, I didn't release much. You know, um, for for free for for many months, I would go cold and like not release anything not post anything so i didn't grow at all follow follower wise or like uh exposure wise you know um i didn't really know what i was doing you know um and then i got out of the relationship or the relationship ended the way it did uh you know the story i won't dive into it um then i took probably i want to say six months to find myself kind of i i was well i was severely depressed to be honest with you it was a hard hit because like i was i was i thought i was going to be with this person for longer you know um anyway i was depressed uh i gained some weight more weight than i already (laughs) fucking had um and then uh i found um or i i got together with my now wife and things became different um we had our ups and our downs you know as every new relationship does but then the this one year i just fucking went full force with my golf reselling stuff i was just reselling like like a lot you know and i started gaining all of these i noticed that yeah you were doing i remember seeing you do that again i was like huh this is this is that was a good idea. Yeah. By the way, so I started with Golfieo, um, and I was I was kind of trying to start Yayo back up, like making more Yayo shit here and there. So I would release like a few things here and there, nothing crazy. Um, and then as soon as like er, my my followers got up on on Golfieo, and I was like, hey, go check out my clothing brand i would plug myself you know i mean it was kind of like a smart move because i had all these people and a lot of these kids or people like i wouldn't say idolized me but they fucking revered me as this like golf messiah you know like a lot of them what came to me like hey authenticate this hey like this that whatever you know and they 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 knew me as a knowledgeable person in this in this community you know um and so 
they 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 held me up to this regard and they're like sure i'll check out your shit so once they became a fan of my shit they started following me and i gained more followers there and when, with that happening at the same time i was also starting to work doing what i'm doing now on and off because of covid but which is i i'm a stagehand working uh for a union here a labor union here in la and i work around at different venues and i do stagehand work for like concerts that come into to perform you know on tour and i make really good money doing that it's like kind of like the family business all my uncles my dad do it um and so i i got really lucky doing that i made good money long story short the money from that i reinvested in myself to like make yayo what i want to do you know like more cut and sew more accessories jewelry um more accessories on top of that because honestly i love accessories that's one thing that i want to like not lose hold of that's something i think you're known for especially like your your socks your jewelry your the things that are it's always some creative thing you just came out with like a body pillow right or a body pillow cover yeah, yeah now that, that's yeah so yeah cool. body like, pillow case yeah thinks of stuff like that like <laughs> thank you to be honest with you i have a lot of influences and a lot of people that i that i hold up to this high regard that are doing these kinds of things and i'm just like what if I did this, you know, or what if I did something like this, you know? So it makes me I take really influence happy. all the time. Yeah. From brands that I grew up with and things like that. I'll see a old design. I'll be like, let me do some, yeah. my own version of that. That's, that's super yeah, exactly. dope. Yeah. I remember like one of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite times was going to the, um, I don't remember the name of the, the brand. Was it waffle something? Do you remember that kid? Oh yeah. Yeah. Tashawn. Shout out to Tashawn. It was waffles with an H W H. A F L L E S. Yeah, awful. yeah. He was a a model for Tyler the Creator's show, right? Was that what it so, was? So for one of his Tyler had a fashion show, and I know the story is um, Tashawn was in the audience, and Tyler knows Tashawn because Tyler loves his artwork, and so um, Tyler was about to announce that, that he was going to make shoes. This was right as the LaFleurs were going to be announced to the fucking world, you know? And so yeah. he's, he was going to announce his shoes and he, he handed, he, he asked Kanye, I think he asked Kanye for an envelope. He's like, Kanye, give me the envelope. And Kanye had an envelope ready, gave it to, uh, gave it to Tyler. Tyler's like, here, I need, I need one person from the audience to fucking read this, open it. So he chose Tashawn because he knew him, you know, he recognized him, handed him the envelope. Tashawn opened it and he, he pretty much told the whole audience that everyone in attendance was getting a free pair of shoes and everyone went fucking nuts, you know? Wow. So it was like crazy. That, that guy, like right now, he kind of he kind of pulled an aura. You know how Ara's doing his own aesthetic now, like his retro aesthetic? Yep, yep. Same thing. Tashawn's killing the retro aesthetic right now. He's like, he's over. Oh, no way. So he completely changed. Yeah, I think he's over in New York right now again because he's originally from over there. Oh. Um, and he's, okay. he looks like, he looks like a fucking ad out of the 70s, dude. He looks good. He looks dope because he has that oh, slender, I want to check he has that, that out. slender uh, silhouette, his body type. Yeah. yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. Everyone was like a skinny legend in the 70s. Yeah. And we're out here just being us, being awesome. 
Big Haas. I'll take the I'll take the dad bod any yeah. day, buddy. <laughs> hey, uh, give me no, a Haas yeah. burger. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the plans, man. I wanted to make a fucking burger joint, call it Haas burger. Also, like a fucking like I don't even know strip joint too. I don't know two in one with a trucking company in the yeah, back, like a rest stop in the back. dude that's like perfect strippers dude strippers burgers and uh burgers and and showers strippers burgers and showers that'll be the slogan dude that dude that is that's a vegas like that's a broth (laughs) (laughs) that is just another day there you go that's hard yeah but yeah i remember also there was another time i i remember coming to you with the thought of ride or die um after my yeah after my other brand disbanded man that was like a stressful time for me and you were a major supporter of that because i had gotten a little bit of push from a uh from a friend of mine who owns ransom clothing and they got me at like three four hundred followers um, which I think the majority of those followers have now unfollowed me because they realized I am not making anything close to what Ransom makes. <laughs> but uh, but you did a pivot, you yeah. Know? It, you did pivot, you know, more recently. So. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah, I kind of found my own which style, you know, kind of really what I wanted to do. Yeah, and uh, no, but yeah, Yaya was a super supporter of that, and uh, I remember going over to your house and you helped me take all the product mm-hmm. shots and helped me do my first stuff, and like honestly, like there's not a lot of people that will help you in times like that. And honestly to have a good friend like you. And like I said, you don't make these kinds of friends often. So it's always, it's always good to really go out and meet people. And definitely whenever you get the opportunity guys, it's so, it's so good to just talk to people. Cause you never know. Like I never knew I'd be friends with Yayo. Like I never thought like yeah. I'd talk to him. And then now we're friends. We're here doing a podcast like five years later, yeah, which is fucking you just don't expect these things. Yeah. Like out of all the people I thought I was going to talk to after high school, I don't talk to most people from high school and I'm sitting and talking to Yayo. It's like, what? (laughs) That's how life works. Not even my best friend from high school. I'm just like, what? That's how life works. But yeah. Works in mysterious. Yeah, man. It's ways, but right now, like you told me earlier that you're, you're in a good place in life. And likewise here, um, I mean, we're both happy, even with everything that's going on in this world. Like we're both like, or thriving, doing what we love, you know, and that's, that's what matters. Yeah. And it's cool. Like the world has kind of brought us back together. Cause we haven't, we haven't spoke too much in like the last year. No, like and we've shared a few DMS, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause you had your family life coming in and now you're all settled and I feel like I'm finally settled. So it's a good time to kind of come back and reconnect. It's yeah. great. But uh, yeah. So I want to know what's, uh, what's next for you, man. Like, what are you, what are you going to, what are you planning to do? Can you talk about anything? Um, so I'll give you a little like insight on my personal life just to like spice it up, but also uh, professionally. So just like short timeline wise right now, we're looking at taking a camping trip real soon, two camping trips. So I'm really excited about that. Just wanted to share about that um, just to get away, you know? Yeah. And that's exactly, uh, I'm kind of getting more into that, like nature, like I don't even, I don't know if a lot of people know, but I'm vegan. So like, I, I want to take care of You had to tell us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course, a vegan has to tell, tell everyone that they're vegan. No, couldn't even do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Not even 10 minutes. No, um, can't even No, but like that goes in with like, kind of what I'm trying to like accomplish in like, 
less waste, less, uh, you know, worry about your environment a little bit more about your, your fellow people, your neighbors, your fucking, your animals, everything, you know, or so just kind of like, I see too much selfishness, you know, and I just want people to like, realize that at the end of the day, there's going to be someone after you, regardless of if it's literally like the next hoss taking a shit in the stall after you, or if it's like your child, (laughs) or if it's your child taking over this world after you, you know? So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, I I keep saying kinda and gotta at the same time. You kinda gotta (laughs) realize that it's not always about you and you have to, um, you have to be a little less selfish and a little more selfless, you know? Um, but anyway, um, I've gone more into that, like REI aesthetic. This dog's fucking barking. I'm sorry. Dude, there's so many sounds. Uh, Yayo's sitting outside, so if you hear like an annoying cricket, oh, yeah. just know that it's just background noise. This is a this is my aesthetic a lo-fi yeah. mixtape. Yeah, this is <laughs> as you can see, he is actually living in the woods in a tent right now. He is uh, he is a man that does not have any material possessions. He actually lives in a little hut. He is wearing a bag. Oh wait, on his give body. me a sec. Someone's uh, at the door. Hey Peter, are you in there? Hey Peter. Hey, Joe, give me a few minutes. (laughs) I hope that sounds good on the fucking podcast because I look like an idiot right now fucking doing that. (laughs) No, it's going to sound great. Okay. No, but no, just, uh, yeah, no, it's, and I hope we can, we can do a trip like that soon. We were already talking about getting like an Airbnb and like chilling out because I've been interested in nature recently too. I've been doing hikes and going to the park with, uh, with my assistant and friend Annalise and that's like super super dope like I love taking the time off and honestly sometimes I'm yeah I won't I'll turn off my phone and just uh she brings like these little baby food like Gerber I don't know it's like these like I don't know what the <laughs> hell it is it's delicious. like these, are they the little puffs, puffs? You know what I'm fucking about? delicious yeah. dude she brings that and I love that and like I always make fun of her for it I'm like why are you eating that shit but then you know what I'll never reject her if she offers it to me yeah. so I'll just Give her shit for it, but then I'll eat it. <laughs> You're an asshole, but also an asshole. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> but also an asshole. Um, what else is new? <laughs> uh, oh, before I get into about myself, um, I wanna. I haven't told you this, but I wanted to tell you. I'm really fucking proud and happy that you did what you did over at the fucking what was it at the colony? That little rave fucking thing that you guys threw, oh, and they yeah. had the fucking. Yep your pop-up your little fucking shop like your little uh your little stand. that was super fun that was fucking dope shout out to my shout out to my friend uh cobra he is absolutely like one of the dopest friends i have he makes awesome awesome electronic music you guys got to check him out cobra k-o-b-r-a did i say that right yes cobra music on instagram he's super super dope and yeah that was really cool and yeah. thank you for thank you for saying that yeah that was fun i've i had like my square card reader oh was, yeah like, that was the second time because I actually, the first time I did it in DTLA and it was like this kid's underground SoundCloud rap show and I sold out. Oh shit, I nice. I don't, that's never happened. Dude, this is what I'm saying. Like physical shit is different. Like kids yeah. were coming up, they don't know anything about like the culture that I'm into and they were just like, oh, I like this orange shirt. Just fucking bought the fuck out of it. And I was just like <laughs> sitting. The, well, that's one the guy difference. Came and he's like, yeah. yeah, bro. Like they were super nice kids from like downtown LA. Like, they probably know what it's like to like to start up a business and shit. Yeah. Like they 
supported the hell out of their scene like they show up for their friends bro like the the turnout was amazing for this kid's show yeah by the way like the sounds like was like horrible like it was just like this little room and we were all like dying of laughter like how bad it was but like the kids they work their ass off and like yeah shout out to you kids man if you're putting on shows like that like and shout out to the kids that bought things for me because they didn't even know who i was and they were willing to spend yeah they they bought i want to do something that with, with you because yeah. Those are those are fun. Yeah. Those are definitely fun, especially when you're selling out. I agree. Um, but yeah, tell me more uh, about so, yourself and your brand stuff. Anything new coming? Well, I don't know when this is gonna air, and I'm sure it'll air before, like, be live before I um, before it releases. But I'll just let you and your within the next couple of days, probably. Yeah, I'll let you, your listeners, and my my listeners uh, know I'm gonna be releasing this fucking super dope. Uh, button up shirt um i just released the green one with danny devito and my character on it i'm gonna pop up a picture for you right now um so you can see exciting um but this is like inspired by mexican like not tapestry but like tablecloths like if you ever go to those fucking swap meets and you just see the tablecloths that are like plastic that you can buy by the fucking yard they that they just mm-hmm. cut to size you know so i, I, I got no swap meet there you go <laughs> no um, swap meet is the shit guys if you're ever in north hollywood you got to check it out it's actually got to check it out i want to go it's it's really crazy there was i think there was a robbery in progress when i got in there last time <laughs> i'm not even that's how you like that's how you know this place has fire like Dude. literally the guy just runs out the fucking door with a bunch of jewelry it's probably fake <laughs> I'm gonna one up you right now. Go to the swap meet in fucking South Central. That's where my girl's from. That's where my oh, wife's fine. from. Go to the swap swap meet in South Central and go meet the fucking father there. The the <laughs> priest. He does sermon every Sunday there. That guy's a maniac, dude. He did my oh, wedding. <laughs> He's a That's fucking hard. nut. He's fucking nut, dude. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> Shout out to the priest the pastor that's crazy he fucked my wedding up dude he fucked your wedding (laughs) yeah uh anyway so here's the shirt um it's like a it's a blue shirt i don't know if you're gonna be able to see it but it's like a blue shirt with like uh with uh what's it called i don't know it's like little blue flowers and green leaves and stuff but it's a repeating pattern and i think it's like the best button-up i've made um, I hope they, it's not offensive to you when I say this, but th- you're probably like living out your golf dreams in a way because I remember stuff like that was always coming out too. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's like amazing. Like I love no, saying it doesn't that. offend that's, me. Thank you. I love all over prints. I keep telling people, yeah. man, and I'm glad you're doing the colorful stuff too. That's thank you. That makes yeah. me happy. It's better than I the, kept falling into the like just black and white stuff. And I wanted to make more colorful. There's shirt, a time and a place. Shirt. I still like, yeah, I'm wearing a white shirt right now that I just, that I did. And, I do like it, but yeah, I mean, colors always have a big place in my heart. No, always definitely. down for that. That's why my shoes are fucking as colorful as they are. Shout out those Ego. Shoes are fucking crazy. Shout out 2003 Bape. That yeah, unfortunately, my, my foot is too big to wear those. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. My manufacturer was really difficult on these. If I make these again, I'm going to hopefully try to find either another manufacturer or fucking fly to China and put a gun to the guy's head to make size 14s. <laughs> And 13s and 12s and shit. 
Yeah, like I have a big ass foot. I'm a size 12, guys. I'm actually an 11 and a half. I don't know. I think my foot shrunk half a size. I just lost weight. And I don't know if you lose weight in your feet, but I guess that is a thing now. <laughs> I like chunky shoes, so he makes good chunky shoes. And these are these are super dope. They're very colorful. Yeah, they're an Easter basket, as many people would put them. Absolutely. Um, but I ordered a lot of pairs. So if you guys are interested, I will definitely be posting more um oh that's right they haven't come in yet huh they're still no uh, they they were pre-sale initially well they they were pre-sale and then uh i did really well in the pre-sale um better than i expected so that's why i ordered so many shoes and they're taking a little longer than anticipated to manufacture unfortunately due to the amount that i ordered um but they should be coming soon and then i ordered on top of the pre-order so that I can do like a little mini restock for people that missed out, you know? Um, but those, those are going to be very limited. So if you can, and if you like them, uh, follow me and make sure you know, make sure you get the updates of when I'll re-release. Absolutely. And I'll be reposting that on my uh, story for you guys to check out. Uh, I'll be posting a lot of, uh, Yayo, especially like since we're doing this podcast. So you're going to be seeing a lot more of him. He's got a ton of cool stuff coming out. Absolutely. And yeah, any, any shout outs you want to say, man, any, anything that anybody that Uh, means anything to you, I know your wife and well, yeah, shout out to my wife, shout out to my sister, uh, uh, shout out to my mom. She's been an inspiration to me for forever. She's the reason why I'm so artistic and she's the reason why I'm, I mean, I'd like to think a decent person, you know, she's, she's literally a fucking saint. She's so nice. Um, I'm sure you remember her. She catered my fucking art show. Yeah. His mom is uh, she, extremely nice. Yeah, extremely nice. Yeah. She, um, she makes bomb food. So if you guys are in the LA area and ever need catering, let me know. <laughs> she make uh, she makes Mexican food. Uh, for okay. Honestly, I might hit her up for that. I think next time we do a show, <laughs> yeah. next time we do yeah, a show, dude, I would love to have you. some catering. That That's yeah. Damn, you know, uh, this all this talk about like like food and catering and and just <laughs> pop ups. It just makes me want to do another show. So, COVID, please hurry up because I think we're itching for something. Yeah, we we definitely need to we we need to get a few creative heads together and we need to go all out. You know, and like, sorry, Orange Fitness, get the fuck out. We're we're leasing <laughs> it. <laughs> We should all get memberships and just fucking take over and be just like, no, over. we own this place now. <laughs> I am the captain now. <laughs> Cringe. Look at me. <laughs> uh, Cringe alert. So, um, but yeah, what was I going to say? I had an idea, but it'll come back. Get all the heads um, together, the creative heads you're saying. Yeah. We need to get all these creative heads together and just like. I hope you have creative a really good heads idea. in mind because I can't think of many. Oh, so it wasn't an idea. It was a thing uh, I w- wanted to bring up. Uh, these kids like that were around our age, just coming up like when we were like, I want to say in 2014, 2015, around that time, we, 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 we see ass pizza and Kerwin Frost, you know, Throwback. doing like, doing like dumb shit and look at them now. Like Kerwin's doing, he did his telethon today. You know, I don't know if you saw that. He's doing crazy. He had, yeah. yeah. He had Yo Gabba Gabba on there. He had fucking <laughs> Mac DeMarco. He had Kevin Abstract. He had all these motherfuckers. Yeah. 
for a telethon. You know, that's the kind of shit that I want to be doing. That's the kind of shit that we should be doing. Yeah. And like, we should be spearheading this kind of shit. Being loud and proud. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we definitely were loud and proud in 2016. So, uh, I have to get my big boy pants on and, uh, start being a fucking buffoon. So if you see me, uh, chugging milk Acting in the middle of a street and throwing <laughs> up and doing, I don't know, just standing on the top of a roof and <laughs> jumping off doing with a fucking gra- <laughs> <laughs> grappling hook, hooking my ass from a, from the empire state building and doing shit like that. Then, uh, you know, I'm working. <laughs> hey, get don't down from there. Hey, get down from there. <laughs> Dude, I miss that shit. That was an old joke. No one has do. brought that shit. So good. Up. That was my fucking, that was my Snapchat. Only, I would only post people in high places, me yelling at them. Hey, get down from there. I like when you would do it and had nothing to do with anybody on the roof. Like, yeah. just like, yeah. I would just like be random, randomly filming nothing and just, hey, get down from there. And it'd be like a fucking gargoyle or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> Classic Yayo, classic Yayo humor. Yayo needs to go to Flappers Comedy Club in Burbank, California and be a star. <laughs> Just show up, dude. We're taking over Flappers. Fucking... <laughs> hey, we're leasing this place. Get out of here. Get out of here. All right, dude. Do a show there. Dude. Oh, fuck. We should. We should. Without without comedy, though, that that would be the funny part. That would be like, hard. no comedy. It's just funny because we're all failures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding, guys. We're winners. I swear. We will be. We will be. Yeah. Eventually. Hopefully. Eventually. But some work. Yeah. You guys are the best. Seriously. Like anybody who's listening right now, thank you guys for listening. Like seriously, like it always means a lot. Exactly. I love doing thank these podcasts you. and it's anyone who's listening. Just it, if you guys keep coming back and listening, I'll keep making more and uh, going through my phone book of people. I haven't talked to in 25 years. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> some enemies, some friends. Exactly. No, but uh, yeah, dude, it's been excellent to have you on the show, man. Like it's, it's absolutely cool. And thank you. We're definitely going to keep talking about this right now after we stop recording, but this is, this is an absolute blessing, man. So I'm proud of you, man. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. And uh, no, thank you. We're signing off. Thank you for coming to Late Night with Ride or Die. Peace.